The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Good afternoon, and welcome to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Over the next hour, you'll learn how to see your true self in the midst of life's twists and turns. You'll be challenged to think outside of the box when it comes to the mysteries of life. Now, here's your host, Andrea Matthews. Good afternoon, and welcome to Authentic Living, brought to you by the American Institute of Holistic Theology. You know, every time we turn on the TV, listen to the radio, or read the news, we learn more about the world economic crisis we're currently in. Some of us don't have to turn on the TV or radio or read the news, for we've been personally and or professionally affected by this crisis. Would you like to know a little bit more about what's going on under the surface? Would you like to develop a spiritual strategy that might help you get through this or even turn it into a time of development rather than destruction? Today, we're going to talk to one of the world's experts in the area of political astrology. Caroline Casey is a visionary activist astrologer and the author of Making the Gods Work for You, the Astrological Language of the Psyche for which she has also has a theatrical presentation in audio form and the audio series Visionary Activist Astrology. She is devoted to the principle that imagination lays the tracks for the reality train to follow. In 1980, Caroline was a weekly astrological political analyst on Washington Metro Media TV. Since then, she has been interviewed or featured for her astrological interpretation of world news and politics in the Washington Post, the Village Voice, the Providence Journal, the New Bedford Standard Times, the San Francisco Examiners, the London Sunday Times. She's also written astrological political essays for Washingtonian Magazine and George Magazine. Based in Washington, D.C., she broadcasts her own live weekly radio, the Visionary Activist Show on Pacifica Station, KPFA, in Northern California. Welcome, Caroline, to the show. Ah, Thank you so much. Well, we are so glad to have you. I'll just tell my listening audience you're one of my favorite astrologers, and I love getting to talk to you. So let me just start off with asking a, uh, a question about how you got involved in the first place with astrology. Oh, my. It was so long ago. Uh, I was a teenager getting to hang out with older, hip people, and in, in that realm, um, astrology was spoken of with you know, respect and reverence by you know, uh, prestigious, smart, grown-up people, and I thought, this will do. This is a master language that organizes everything I'm interested in, personal change, social change, you know, ritual magic, animism, uh, esoteric traditions. I go, this will do. And I just headed out to kind of invent, how do you do that? Uh, so that was 1970. Woo! Uh, a great long journey. But I think for all of us, I, I like to think that there are, you know, gods or presiding intelligences over every discipline. There's a Internet radio guide, you know, um, we, we appeal to him or her. Uh, her. Um, and so I think it's like when we are dedicated to something, whether it's, you know, writing or astrology or radio, you know, we, we put in our time and then it's as though we get accepted and then we get kind of guided by synchronicity to the right thing at the right moment and we go, okay, uh, here we go. So always learning. 
you know, there, there was a time when I thought, well, maybe I should become a Jungian analyst or something, you know. And then it was just very clear by, by dreams and intuition that, no, here's this beautiful language that the more we know, the more it opens up. Uh, and no matter how much I study forever, it will always, there will always be more to learn. We go, well, that's a definition of a good life-work dedication. So, Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So now what made it turn into political? I know that's not all you do, but how did it become more political, or did it? Well, always, um, and if we, we want to kind of redefine everything. So I've always been dedicated to each person I mean, I do astrology readings for people and also for all of us, and we can kind of weave this. What is each one of ours connection to the larger kind of force field, and how do we navigate with it and put up our sails to catch the wind? So I was born into a political family, you know, in Washington, D.C., so I like to invite all of us to think of our lives like spiritual detective novels in which everything is a clue. So, you know, from birth, really, you know, I've been assigned this idea of, you know, metaphysics, spirituality, and teasing it into the political realm, um, the realm of politics, meaning the whole larger social world that we're a part of, which includes what we think of as politics. Uh, but yes, I do a lot of um, speaking uh, to large groups, environmental groups, conferences, uh, keynotes, you know, to psychologists, environmentalists, and whatnot, about what's going on now, what do we most need to cultivate in ourselves you know, how do we cultivate, my, my primary dedication is the compassionate trickster within each one of us. Uh, and, you know, we, we like to say when the culture is in big trouble, it finally turns to its outsiders and it's kind of tricksters. And we say, well, there's a, a creative trickster in each one of us, which we want to kind of tease forth. And one of my favorite sayings about the folk hero, High John the Conqueror in the South, is he finds a way out of no way and hits a straight lick with a crooked stick. So we go, well, we're all in circumstances where we you know, need to find a way out of no way. And the trickster model is the trickster doesn't face off. The trickster is interested in the liberation of everyone, even the tyrant. You know, and so against all odds are the odds that trickster likes. And so we look at our watches and go, well, now is perfect then, isn't it? Because you know, the, uh, the kerfuffles and crises of the world are like, whoa, how do we find a way out of here? And we go, enter the trickster. I enter this part of us that is undaunted, that loves a challenge, that loves against all odds. And, you know, we can tease us into the larger meta story of now and why, you know, what you're doing and, and everyone in the dynamic listening audience is doing is really important. You know, here we are incarnationally coinciding at this powerful riptide of history where Everything that everyone does matters enormously, you know, and how do we frame it, and how do we be agents of calm and cool and ingenuity, you know, when people are like, ah, you know, how do we cultivate that? So, um, you know, what, one way of telling the story of now, uh, and we give all the planets their voices, and I, I should say, you know, all astrologers have their slightly different way of understanding the language so I like to say uh, the planets are real, but they also represent living qualities within each one of us uh, that resides within us and connects us to the world. So when I speak of planets out there in the world, it also is stirring and, and animating and encouraging that part of all of us. So Pluto, uh, death and rebirth, and it was very witty, the state senate of Illinois reinstated Pluto as a planet last month. We go, that's very witty of Illinois. 
So Pluto is the, represents the intelligence of death and rebirth, and it has just entered Capricorn for the first, 200, you know, first time in 248 years. So it says, okay, you humans, I'm going to increase the rate of collapse of outworn structures, money markets, economies, governments, bridges, dental work, you know, whatever. And at the same time, I'm going to increase the, the growth of collaborative ingenuity. I like to say we're growing the garden, you know, up out of the rubble of collapsing empire, going, oh. So we want our, our language also. Uh, I've got a trickster training school as well as the radio show. And so I like to, to assign to myself and to the team and to everybody listening, you know, let's think of wherever we use the word fight, let's find it and replace it with the word compost. You know, we're not going to fight tyranny. We're going to compost it. You know, if there's something in your neighborhood that you don't like, you don't want to fight it. You want to compost it uh, because uh, f- we strengthen whatever we oppose. You know, er, 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 you know mm-hmm. magical tradition says if you want people to get nothing done but conflict, convince them they're on one side of something. Like, er, 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 er. What, so what two opposition needs is three, which is the unifying story. You know, that spirals in and goes, we're all in this thing together. Here we are dancing and spiraling. So, so when we think about the economy, and people go, oh, whaley, whaley, you know, and everybody's customized, you know, up against it, whether it's debt or credit cards or, well, it's the same thing, isn't it, um, or, or fear. We go, deeper dedication is the antidote to fear. Something's going down, but something's coming up. And, and I love... Um, talking to, like, green builder friends of mine, you know, who say they address conventional building groups, and they say, well, you guys are out of work, but we have more work than we know what to do with, so come on over. You know, come on over from the thing that's going down to the thing that's coming up. I I love um, Alan Watts' quote. He says, no sense clinging to the rocks that are falling with you. You know, so it behooves all of us, in a way, to become artful inviters uh, irresistibly eloquent to ourselves and to others, going, come on, yes, yes, of course that's true. That's one story. This is what's going down. Like, oh my, you know. But this is what's coming up, you know. And it's uh, harmonious, collaborative, ingenious green economy. Collaborate with nature rather than dominate nature. So what we call politics, let's let's kind of run it through everything. L- let's say Pluto represents a part of us that really knows in our bones and our blood that we don't source power. Uh, we invite power into the world by doing a show like this, by our words, by our intentions, by our vows, and then we direct power uh, like orchestra conductors. You know, may it go here and may it go there. The modern world's primary kerfuffle leading to crisis and you know, almost planetary extinction is that it mistakes dominance and control for power. And Pluto's a part of us that would say dominance and control are the toxic mimic of power, not real power. You know, and that's why I love to turn to different traditions. Uh, the, uh, the Sangomas, the medicine people of South Africa, have a word called muti. And muti means power and medicine. True power is that which heals. So that, that's a good working definition. So it's that model of let go of control so real power can come into play. 
And right now, I'm calling this spring the, the, the divine wants to bail out the humans. You know, it's, it's the divine bailout uh, of the humans. Uh, it's the human bailout by the divine, uh, meaning, uh, and we'll, we'll dive into this more deeply, but, you know, meaning the, the divine is saying, we're going to help you humans out by making eloquence, language, story, and metaphor particularly powerful now that the protoplasm of reality particularly susceptible to imaginative imprints. Okay, and we're going to talk some more about that right after the break. This is Andrea Matthews, and this is Authentic Living. Awakened Media for a Transforming World. Seventh Wave Network. I begin each day with an intention to be open to guidance, to expect guidance, to trust and appreciate when guidance comes. With these intentions, each day is easier to navigate. Hi, I'm Sonia Choquette. When I decided to trust my guidance and further my education, I chose the American Institute of Holistic Theology, A-I-H-T, with a soulful pathway to deep learning. In my own home, on my own schedule, I earned my PhD in metaphysics. You know, the value of wisdom only grows, and in developing our own gifts, we can help others evolve, too. That's how it works. These self-paced programs in holistic health, metaphysics, holistic ministries, parapsychic science, and holistic theology can embolden your spirit to change the world. And the time has come for us all to do our part in changing the world. So in this moment, call the American Institute of Holistic Theology. The number is 1-800-650-4325. In this moment, visit AIHT.edu. All my love. When I found out my jeans were made using child labor in sweatshops, I wrote a letter to the company saying, reconsider your labor practices. A few months later, I get a letter back saying thanks for being a loyal customer, and they included a coupon for a 25% discount on their jeans. So I got smart, wrote letters every day to all the stores that carry the brand, asking them to stop supporting the companies who use child labor in sweatshops. And I just kept getting letters back thanking me for my concerns and more coupons for more discounts on more jeans. So I'm telling my friend about it, and she flips out, saying that between all the letters and coupons, some paper company cut down a small forest, driving off two indigenous tribes, hundreds of endangered animals, killing thousands of plant species, some of which may have contained vaccines for HIV, cancer, and syphilis. Meanwhile, the guys cutting down the trees are 13-year-old kids who work night and day for months just to save up enough money to buy a pair of jeans made by child labor in sweatshops. Saving the world isn't easy, but saving a life is. Just one pint of blood can save up to three lives. Visit bloodsaves.com to learn more. This public service announcement was brought to you by the Ad Council. Listening on a higher dimension. Seventh Wave Network. You're listening to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. We want to hear from you. If you have a question or comment about today's show, call in now, toll free, 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You can also send your questions or comments by email to Andrea at andreamatthewslpc.com. Now, back to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. 
And we're back today talking with Caroline Casey, visionary activist astrologer. And just before the break, Caroline was talking to us about how we sort of transition into change using the compassionate trickster within us and connecting all the dots between the us and the me. And uh, I just want to say to our listeners, I'm sure you've already picked up on this, that Caroline speaks in poetry, so I'm really loving the way she's connecting the dots there, and I hope you are too. Um, Right now, Caroline, we're going through uh, one of the four Mercury retrogrades that's going to happen this year. How does that impact what you've already been saying with regard to the economic crisis we're in right now? Yeah, well, let's let's tease it into everything, remembering that the planets uh, represent these living qualities within us. So, so yeah, four times a year about, it's true, Mercury retrogrades. All that that means is that its apparent motion from the Earth is backwards or retrograde. So it's a great time for RE reflection, reconnecting, uh, but it is very kerfuffly about technical stuff, and, you know, many things can get our goat, uh, and so we want to have our goat be ungettable, going, you know, whether it's our, you know, technical connections to things, or the, the things tend to break down, but the point of it is that it's reconnecting. Saturn's also retrograde right now, and it will go forward on Sunday, May 17th, and all that means is right now is particularly the, the council that you are convening of all of us, it's a really good time to kind of reflect and rededicate to what really matters and to realize that at the moment, you know, the energetic uh, strategy is inward. And then at the end of this month, Mercury goes forward. On Sunday, Saturn goes forward. We spill out. So we're putting our criterion in place, going, if we're all about to move into unexpected opportunities, which is available, then let's put our criterion in place going, well, then we want to have a team of equals. And, and each planet would chime in to all of us. When I, when I said that you know, the divine is willing to bail out the humans starting this spring, uh, it says the power of imagination and language and eloquence and story are always important, but particularly important, how we each tell ourselves our own story. And, and we know that there's always... 20, 30 stories going on at once, which one are we going to decide on? So when the fears come up, we go, why would we intend that? No, we intend, you know, positive things. Uh, we intend, uh, you know, miraculous uh, bailout. So Mercury is retrograde, and, and, and as we were saying backstage, we go, well, we all get pummeled into flexibility, going, ah, well, what the hell? Um, going, well, you know, so wherever we're rigid, see, is where it gets customized, you know, to to get our goat, this wonderful phrase. And the phrase comes from racehorses, uh, very high-strung or things. And so they were given a companion goat that became their best friend, and it would settle them down. And unscrupulous people would steal a racehorse's goat before the race, leaving it all wired. So we think of our goat as our Saturn, our, our cool, our autonomy. You know, um, and when we get ruffled, when, you know... We go, oh, somebody got our goat or something got our goat. But that's why I'm working with, um, you know, everybody, uh, Trickster Training School, which I can say more about later, but, um, but also on radio and everything, going, let's really imagine our goat, you know, that our goat might be gotten. It, it can wander off, you know, but it trots right, right back by our side, going, we have our, our goat, which is our authority, our autonomy, and our humor. You know, we say when we lose humor... It's a sign that we've given our, you know, our goat's been gotten, 
and you know the reality police is present. We go, no, no, maintaining humor and cool and calm. And you, you asked, you know, again backstage about you know Obama and the political world and the U.S. chart. Well, I, I think of him as uh, many metaphors. He's the sail, we're the wind. We gotta step up, you know, and and support this pretty great, you know. Again, we're all befoibled, you know, but pretty great. I mean, I grew up in D.C. and I go, this is someone we can really work with here. When we relate to the the chart of the U.S., anything born at a moment of time has a a chart, a kind of navigating instructions. So when this country was born, July fourth, seventeen seventy-six, it's Neptune, meaning it's soul. Its vision was at 22 degrees of Virgo. Um, when Obama was born, his Mars is at 22 Virgo. So when I first heard him speak in, a, in 2004 at the Democratic Convention, I was like, wow. What a, you know, oh, he animates the desirable soul and vision of this country. Now, we don't want to stick anybody with full responsibility. We're all responsible for dreaming the world into being. And as wonderful Reverend Ike says, if we can dream it up, we can dream it down. We can. I like to invite people. We're we're sucking the G out of kingdom. You know, everybody everybody together. We can suck the G out of kingdom and exhale it to what it leaves, which is the kingdom. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. And that's a lot of what we're doing. So this for everybody in our own personal lives and also in this country's life and then on into the world. We're assigned the task of redefining leadership. And I, I like who we elected. Uh, I love deriving models of leadership from nature. We like to say, let all natural facts be social strategy metaphors. Um, so, and I think the only thing that distinguishes us humans uh, as different from the rest of the animals and the plants and the beings that are so hoping we come to our senses uh, is that we have the responsibility and the opportunity to draw from nature different leadership models. So my favorite one is wolves. Um, wolves don't operate on dominance. They operate on charisma. And in wolf culture, charisma means who initiates play best. And I go, oh, man, I could really go for that as a leadership criterion. Now, it's not just play. It's like let's go hunting, let's you know, have health care, let's do these things. But play is at the top of their list. And you can also tell the alpha leader wolf within 10 days of birth because it's the wolf pup with the lowest resting heartbeat. So it's the coolest and the most dynamically playful. And I go, I love that as a leadership model. You know, and so we're kind of putting that in place. You know, may we cultivate that in ourselves. May we be calm and playful. And it's also, you know, what do we cultivate in ourselves to best navigate you know, in this force field. Well, we want our humor. We want our goat. You know, we want to move our emotional default setting, you know, from whatever it is, you know, to want to play, you know, woof, woof, want to play. And so we say, well, democracy, we want to tease the molecules of democracy into every way we interact with each other. Is our manner of relating an offering, liberating, or an imposition, tyranny, serves empire. You know, and um, so... Uh, the language we use. Uh, so we also say, for each one of us, to react to anything is not free. You know, when we get the sort of annoying phrase, when somebody pushes our buttons, I prefer a different metaphor. When, but when somebody gets our goat, we go, oh, okay, to react to anything 
is, is to serve, you know, what's collapsing, tyranny and empire, to cultivate an ever larger repertoire of responses, you know, is to ally ourselves with nature's evolutionary, you know, intelligence going, um, so if something comes along to react or respond to, and we pause and we go, I could, my old reaction would be, rah, 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 or, and I could do that, or I could respond with humor, or I could, the, the unexpected, see the trickster is the unexpected which liberates everyone. I, I love the example of a friend of mine who was teaching in a uh, challenging inner city neighborhood and taking attendance, and there was a large, scary guy at the back of the class who wouldn't give his name, and my friend said, well, you can't be in the class if you don't give me your name, and he pulled, the guy in the back of the class pulled out a gun. So everyone went, whoa, and my friend, without missing a beat, said, hey, man, I'm flattered. I'm flattered you want to be in this class so much, and it cracked up the guy with the gun. He laughed. They became friends. Everybody relaxed, and we go, oh, that's really good. You know, the unexpected. You know, it's like working with charts of individuals and their families, which I do a lot. Um, you know, uh, I said, you know, to, for all of us, if we become unexpected in our responses, we liberate everybody. So single dad raising teenage hooligan sons, you know, every night he'd come back, the house would be trashed with, you know, pizza cartons and everything, uh, and he'd blow up, and that was their dance. So I said, you can't fake this, but try an unexpected response so he said, he called up and he said, it was amazing. He came back, the house was trashed, he was really calm, he looked around, he said, I'm going to the movies. And he came back and the house was spotless. They were so freaked out that he didn't do the, you know, we do this and then you blow up. And he, he didn't. So for all of us, it just takes, you know, expanding our repertoire. You know, this is the path of the trickster. You know, how do we liberate everyone by just changing and giving everybody more room and leaving room for other people to behave in unexpectedly appropriate ways, going, well, we're not expecting it, but we're willing. And, and I don't know about you, but I, I love the Abraham material, the, this woman, Esther Hicks, who's channeling Abraham or whatever she's doing, because her language is so liberating. So she says to us, we can't convince or argue or discipline or bomb or torture anybody into being good or doing right, but we can see them connected to their own wise autonomy. And this is such a good default setting. In the political world, you know, when something gets our goat or we don't like somebody in the public world and says, well, then, see them doing the unexpectedly appropriate thing. You know, and this is part of our repertoire that we're kind of expanding, you know, to become ever, you know, greater kind of agents, you know, um, agents of principles rather than subject to laws. Even... Even conversations with things that are scary, you know, oh, I don't know, debtors, credit card, whatever, it's like playful, respectful, jolly. That's unexpected. Everybody's grumpy. To be not grumpy, right away, already. Uh... Okay, and we've been talking to Caroline Casey. This is Andrea Matthews. This is Authentic Living. We'll be back in just a moment. Awakened Media for a Transforming World. Seventh Wave Network. Dad, can I ask you something? Sure. There's this girl I kind of like. Say no more. You just have to impress her. Okay, but how? Just, I don't know, pick up a lot of heavy things around her. Like what? You know, desks, chairs, people. Grunt if you have to. Grunt? Yeah, be like, oh! Uh. Ah! 
There you go. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To learn more, call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. I begin each day with an intention to be open to guidance, to expect guidance, to trust and appreciate when guidance comes. With these intentions, each day is easier to navigate. Hi, I'm Sonia Choquette. When I decided to trust my guidance and further my education, I chose the American Institute of Holistic Theology, A-I-H-T, with a soulful pathway to deep learning. In my own home, on my own schedule, I earn my Ph.D. in metaphysics. You know, the value of wisdom only grows, and in developing our own gifts, we can help others evolve, too. That's how it works. These self-paced programs in holistic health, metaphysics, holistic ministries, parapsychic science, and holistic theology can embolden your spirit to change the world. And the time has come for us all to do our part in changing the world. So in this moment, call the American Institute of Holistic Theology. The number is 1-800-650-4325. In this moment, visit AIHT.edu. All my love. What can you tell me about SkillsUSA? SkillsUSA teaches you employability skills. So you know how to deal with people, you have teamwork, your resume is going to look awesome. Well, it's important to know your technical skills, but not only that, to have soft skills, the skills of learning how to communicate with people. On the web at skillsusa.org. Awakened Media for a Transforming World. Seventh Wave Network. You're listening to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. We want to hear from you. If you have a question or comment about today's show, call in now, toll free, 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You can also send your questions or comments by email to Andrea at andreamatthewslpc.com. Now, back to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. We're back. Today we're talking to Caroline Casey, a uh, visionary activist astrologer, and she's been talking to us today about um, the economic crisis that we're in and how this uh, particular Mercury retrograde that we're in has, uh, can activate the, what she calls the compassionate trickster to help us to begin to reassess and realign with something different within ourselves. You know, I think that this whole thing has definitely impacted some of the individuals that are listening to our show today. And I'd like to speak a little bit to them about how to activate these principles you've been talking about. For example, you've mentioned Pluto going into Capricorn, which is ruled by Saturn, and and you've mentioned how we're trying to get a new structure and develop something new and passing from the old idea of power to the new idea of uh, growing something new. And the example you gave was the green work that is out there available for people so I want to speak a little bit, if we can, just about how an individual might use their own astrological chart to connect with this, what you're talking about today. 
Well, of course, not everybody knows their chart exactly, but sure. so let's just um, tease it in. So let's say I, I'm finding the celestial star, you know, planet story so heartening in contrast to the earthly story of our collective adventure. So let me just put a little bit of that out, too. If anybody uh, rises before dawn or, or stays up that late, you know, there's a very beautiful site forming, which is Venus and Mars rising just before the sun, and they're on their way to get married on June 21st. They can join right before dawn on the summer solstice, which is traditionally the wedding. So we say it's the wedding of all that's been falsely estranged, you know, uh, idealism and pragmatism, and we go, no, no, they, they love each other. It's, it's very practical to be a romantic idealist. Um, from, you know, astronomy, astrology, going, no, they want to get back together. From one of my favorite things, which is pragmatic mysticism, we go, no, they, they love being there. You know, if spiritual practices work, they work even with literal circumstances of money. How do we make everything that's scary friendly? So, again, the divine bailing out the humans now, saying, all right, we're going to bring everything back into accord. First, the kind of conflicts come up, like, blah, 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 blah. And that's why we're reassessing ourselves and revisiting old problems. I remember talking to a spiritual counselor once um, about kind of Mercury retrograde and going, why am I going through these old patterns that I thought I'd already resolved? And they said, well, before you approach breakthrough, you revisit everything that's ever been a problem so that you kind of build it in. So there's a lot of repeating right now and people clarifying, you know, how they want things to be different in their own personal life and collective life. So how do we make, you know, what is scary friendly? Well, a wonderful friend of mine, Catherine Neville, who makes a gazillion dollars writing esoteric novels, but she said that when she had a conventional job, even then, you know, she was magic, and she knew that money was like a wise animal ally. And I go, oh, I love this. I love this. You know, people are frightened about money, and we go, she said, conjure every day that, you know, you have a wise animal ally. And she said, and this clearly worked for her, she said, be, her being an Aries, she said it was a low-maintenance animal, so she said she would just rub it behind the ears and tell it to go out and, you know, bring back opportunity and, and money. Um, and she said it always worked. And I go, I love this. I could work with this. You know, how do we customize not only, you know, we've got our goat, you know, and our humor that comes right back to us, but then also our, our money animal. It, it's, it's, I know it's, it's a stretch for a lot of people, but it's, 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 worth, it's a worthy experiment to go, okay, make it friendly, an ally. You know, um, again, going, all right, go forth and bring back opportunity. Go forth. Fairy tales are full of this, that when things are hardest, you know, and a crucial part of, you know, what we're talking to is in fairy tales, very often the hero or heroine is given an impossible task. Impossible. Sort these poppy seeds from these sesame seeds by morning or big trouble. And they can't do it. You know, uh, and then they finally kind of fall to their knees and go, help, help. And then help arrives. Um, and that's part of the kind of lesson, which is each person's given a kind of difficult thing that brings them to their knees and goes, oh, help. And it's as though the divine says, we wanted to help, but we had to wait till you asked. Sure, here's help. You know, so I think that's a kind of crucial model because we humans can't get ourselves out of this by ourselves, um, the planetary distress, all the problems, irreverent problems we've set in motion, only by inviting back in, you know, that whose exile led to all these problems. 
And that, we say, in a sense, is, is Venus, the willingness to cooperate. You know, it's as though the divine says, you humans, you can't do this by yourselves. You can't do it as one human. You need other friends. You know, nobody gets out of the underworld by themselves. You need a friend to help get you out. But also, we humans can't solve this either, which is why I love the work of biologist Janine Benyus, who, who calls her work biomimicry. Let's not loot nature. Let's borrow recipes from nature and cooperate with nature rather than dominate. And she's the founder of the whole green chemistry field. But that's why I also, you know, to take us right back to now, what's really practical now, um, she has this, well, there's, there's a great term in biology I asked her about. I said, what is vertical integrated hierarchy? What does that mean? It's a biological term. And she said, it means that everything in nature contains the plan of the larger thing it's a part of, so, which is a great idea. So she said, for instance, a tendon in our arms is made up of twisted bundled sticks, and then each stick is twisted bundled sticks on into micro, micro, micro infinity. Saturn's in Virgo now, micro, micro, small things have a big effect. And she said, this is what makes for nature's endurance, flexibility, and self-assembling. So to your useful question, you know, what about right now in Mercury's retrograde and kerfuffles? It says, well, to, to divine, where's the energy? It's not, it's not working outwardly. It's like pull back in and clarify our dedication. This strengthens each one of our signals so that we're more likely to be self-assembled. Ah, what a release. Danced into place where we can do the most good while having the most fun. You know, when these, as these planets, parts of ourselves go forward, May 17th is one and May 30th is the Mercury one going forward, going plum. So as we dedicate inwardly, it connects us outwardly to what we need and what we're collaborating for. And it's also the model that we have so much intelligence and so much capacity in our brains and our imaginations and different qualities of intelligence. So every uh is like giant grain of sand in the giant oyster of our being going, okay, we're going to make a pearl. Right. Um, it's you know an incentive to experiment with different parts of our capacity. So the divine would say to each one of us now, don't worry about how. You'll be amazed at how how happens because the rate of synchronicity is about to pick way up. It, it is already. People can really feel this. Like you think of somebody, the phone rings, it's them. It, I mean, it's like, you know, the, whereby we're self-assembled. So the divine would say to us, don't worry about how. That'll only feel depressing and scary. You concentrate on what? These other parts of your nature, they'll do all the booking. You know, the, the synchronicity, the right conversation at the right time. You know, and, and our dedication, you know, may everyone listening gain, you know, heartening nutrient, you know, from what we're putting forth. Um, so it says, don't worry about how, you know, dedicate, focus on what. On what. It, it's also like, I, I like the, the Abraham material in which she says, when you ask for something, when you have a desire, don't go into why. Like, I want more money because I have all this debt. It's like, no, 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 don't, because that's forward, backward. You know, or I want a lover because I've been alone for 8,000 years, you know. It's like, no, no, don't go into that. Just desire forward. Desire this, you know, so that it's forward motion. So it's sort of don't justify why you need something. Right. And, and also think of it this way, that each one of us has a magic bow and arrow in our backpack. And as planets appear to move backwards, Let's say we're drawing our bowstring back. Now, the bowstring and the arrow might say, 
I'm not making any progress at all. In fact, I'm going backwards. But the bow says, no, no, you're going to like this. To the degree to which we pull inward and back is the degree of forward motion, exhilarating, heartening, you know, when we let the arrow go. And we let one of the arrows go on Sunday, May 17th, the form of the desirable work, the form of, you know, what we want to do. Another one goes forward at the end of this month of May when we let Mercury you know, we're pulling it back and going, if I'm moving into this force field where I can connect with what I need to and people and funding and, I mean, everything practical and imaginative, then what's the quality? We're taking aim right now. You know, going, then what's the flavor of what I want to get connected to? What kinds of opportunities? What kinds of people? You know, and, and we use the what's problematic just to define it, going, all right, we know what we don't want. What do we want? And we pull our bowstring back now, like everybody in their mind's eye can see that, and then we're going to let it fly, you know, as these planets go forward. And remembering also that it is, you know, being danced into place, that, you know, Venus, collaboration and beauty and art, and also money, may money be something that makes us feel more intimate with our environment. May we invest locally, in this new rising economy of, you know, green, respectful, collaborative, not money far away, um, money as intimacy, as an art form, as an ally, as a friend, not like, oh. Um, so Venus is, has gone to the underworld and risen again in the sign of Aries um, and uh, uh, rising in the east before the sun. So it says full Venus woof, the collaborative reverence for life, you know, once again, assuming leadership in the world, we go, yes. So the art part of us, the creative part of us, it's, it's why I had a guest on the radio show, the Visionary Activist show last week, uh, Woody Tosh, who, who was talking about slow money. Let's slow everything down. Let's have money circulate through neighborhoods. Let's let it be local. Let's let it be connected to the soil. Let's let it be, you know, connected to what we really believe in. Let's buy things only from businesses that we really support their integrity to the extent that it's possible. You know, local, the local shop, not the big mega shop, you know. So small things have a big effect. Absolutely they do. And it's all connected in some way so that whatever we're doing is also impacting the global economy in our own, our personal economy. All right, well, we're going to be back in just a moment with more from Caroline Casey. Awakened Media for a Transforming World, Seventh Wave Network. I begin each day with an intention to be open to guidance, to expect guidance, to trust and appreciate when guidance comes. With these intentions, each day is easier to navigate. Hi, I'm Sonia Choquette. When I decided to trust my guidance and further my education, I chose the American Institute of Holistic Theology, A-I-H-T. with a soulful pathway to deep learning. In my own home, on my own schedule, I earn my PhD in metaphysics. You know, the value of wisdom only grows, and in developing our own gifts, we can help others evolve, too. That's how it works. These self-paced programs in holistic health, metaphysics, 
Holistic Ministries, Parapsychic Science, and Holistic Theology can embolden your spirit to change the world. And the time has come for us all to do our part in changing the world. So in this moment, call the American Institute of Holistic Theology. The number is 1-800-650-4325. In this moment, visit AIHT.edu. All my love. Over there, over there's the water. Whoosh, whoosh. And look at all this stuff I'm standing on. It's called sand, and it's everywhere. This woman may sound silly to you and me. It's made up of little tiny pieces of rocks. Teeny little pieces of rocks. But to her two-year-old son exploring the world around him, (laughs) she makes perfect sense. How does it feel when you touch the sand? Is it warm? Uh Uh-huh. It's hard to hold in your hand, isn't it? Mm Mm-hmm. Learning starts long before school does, and children are naturally curious. They want to learn, so follow their lead. Take simple, everyday moments, like sorting laundry or playing on the beach, and turn them into learning moments. Is this water? No. Very good. This is sand. Oh, (laughs) no, no, it's not food. It's sand. We don't eat sand. Turn everyday moments into learning moments. Find out how at PornLearning.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. America is facing a skilled workforce shortage. SkillsUSA can help. What is SkillsUSA? SkillsUSA is life-changing. SkillsUSA is awesome. SkillsUSA is one of the biggest opportunities life can give you. SkillsUSA is amazing. SkillsUSA is motivating. SkillsUSA specifically prepares you for the workforce. SkillsUSA empowers students to connect with a network of people, starting with their classmates, to their advisors, to other people in their states. SkillsUSA allows students to connect with business and industry, to manage their education, and to really get a feel of the real world. I'm doing something now that's going to be applicable in the real world, and those skills are going to be useful today in school and in five years when I'm working and for the rest of my life. On the web at skillsusa.org. Taking you to the threshold of a dream and beyond. Seventh Wave Network. You're listening to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. We want to hear from you. If you have a question or comment about today's show, call in now, toll free, 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You can also send your questions or comments by email to Andrea at andreamatthewslpc.com. Now, back to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. And we're back with Authentic Living. Today we're talking to Caroline Casey. And what we've said basically throughout this show is that there's a major shift going on. Uh, throughout the world and has to do somewhat at least with Pluto moving into Capricorn and it's making us to sort of collaborate but in order to collaborate there's also an internal um, sort of uh, journey that we have to take so we go inside ourselves and bring that out into the world and as I said backstage with Caroline just a minute ago that's something that we seem to be doing I keep hearing about and I keep running into everywhere I go is that we are really 
have to go inside, and we've waited for our external powers, our presidents and our legislators and our congressmen, to really fix things for us, and we're learning that that's not necessarily what, ha- what works. We have to collaborate. And so that's what Caroline's been speaking to today, and the strategy that a person can develop in doing that is to go inside, find the compassionate trickster, make a friend with money, and uh, move forward in your life. So, have I got that right, Caroline? Yeah, that's 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 great in, uh, in uh, all of our versions. Um, but I like the lead-in threshold of a dream and beyond. We go, yeah, let's 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 conjure, you know, our our power of images and metaphor. And and that phrase was pretty good, as is the title of your show, authentic living. Let's you know, let's have our inner life and our outer life match. You know, it's like waking up in the morning and going, here's me, there's my life. Does it match? You know, and the degree to which it doesn't, it's like no shame, no blame, we're all working on this together, is, is that's the incentive, that's the irritant, you know, in the, in the oyster to make the pearl going, we want to feel the texture that our inner life does match our outer life in regard to how we're living and our work and, you know, may we all work at things we believe in. Uh, so I also, you know, um, people who want to find out more about my work can go to the website Coyote networknews.com uh, or email me at info at coyote networknews.com or the number is 1-888-741-GODS G-O-D-S is good um, because there's a number of things uh, I do personal astrological readings to clarify people and unleash them fully on the world uh, and then also I have a trickster training school um, that meets just by phone and internet every Monday but um, and then also talks, and, and there's a whole schedule. And there's radio you can listen to for free. You know, I've been doing the radio show 13 years, Ingenious Solutions. Um, it's called the Visionary Activist Show. But so one of the things, you know, I, I say each one of us has, we, we want to animate these metaphors, a magic mirror in our magic backpacks. You know, we, let's pull it out now. And we say the, the secular critic holds up a mirror to their own life or to the culture and goes, oh, it's terrible. Okay, the trickster then, with a wave of the hand, turns the mirror into a window, but look how beautiful it could be. And then with another wave of the hand, turns it into a door. Let's go there now. You know, which you, you sort of got going on your show, threshold of a dream, threshold is the doorway going, you know, here's what's difficult, there's the window, here's the door, here we're going, you know. Um, and it says, you know, these are always important things, the power of metaphor and, again, language, and we say... Right now, the, the reason the divine is bailing out the humans, they say, we're going to make it easier for you that metaphor and language and story are the incarnational vessel whereby power enters into the world. So if we can see it, if we can animate it, if we can cultivate it, it will happen fast. Okay? So right now we're reviewing, like, oh, what could be better, you know, and everybody's getting, you know, we're all in this thing together and we're all democratically equal. You know, everybody's got their own customized kerfuffles going on, going, oh, as well as the larger one. But that's why I also say, like to say that um, mythology and stories are really speaking to us. Your beautiful title of your show, Authentic Living, is really, really important because all the myths, like the Grail legends, start off with the world is dying because of inauthentic living. People aren't doing what they love. They're not married to whom they love. You know, and the task has always been to be authentic. 
but in the Mabinogion, which is Welsh creation myths written down in the early 11th century, but the story's older than that, there's this powerful moment in which the elders get together and they go, uh-oh, humans are headed for a disastrous course. They're going to set off on being, you know, solo, solo, and dominant, dominant, and women are going to be suppressed, and, and you know, until the planet herself might die. Uh, and then humans, everyone listening now, you know, will begin to keep all of their individuality, all their separateness, but once again re-enter the community of creation in kind of telepathic kinship with not only just the humans, but with this whole beautiful creation on this planet. What a extraordinary, rare, and lucky planet we live on, and how beautiful it is and could be. You know, and so we say we're not in this alone, we humans. You know, all of creation wants us to rejoin the party, you know, to rejoin the dance, um, uh, to rejoin the, the, the welcoming embrace, to not think of humans as, yes, having been given dominion. There's a bad superstitious idea. Uh, but in being given the opportunity to collaborate. So I, I, I love um, botanist Stephen Buhner that I had on the show. He says, I, he says, I can walk around... Um, somebody's house and see what weeds are growing there and diagnose the illness of the person inside because the weeds are showing up to heal them. I go, oh, I love that. You know, it's, wow. it, it, it says all of creation wants to heal the humans. It's like, let's either kill them or heal them. We'll try healing them first. You know, that everything wants to heal us. So he says, you know, what we think of as invasive plant species, some of them are allies showing up, like on the East Coast, you know, there's Lyme disease. But at the same time that this cropped up, so did... Japanese knotweed, which everybody tries to kind of eliminate as a weed, but he says it's the specific cure for Lyme disease. Wow. So in, in nature, you know, the antidote is always right next to the poison. It's like the jewelweed grows right next to the poison ivy. You know, in our own lives, by, by metaphor, whatever, wherever it is, there's a, oh, it goes, well, just turn around because the, the antidote is right next to it, you know, and... So the divine would say, we recommend you humans run on the fuel of wonder. I wonder how this will turn out. And the trickster says to each one of us, I will open the path and connect you through the beautiful choreography of synchronicity to the coolest things possible. You know, again, what you need, out of the blue, against all odds. And all I want from each one of you humans is willingness. That's all. Willingness seals the deal. So wherever we are... You know, um, it's it really right now. Uh, it, you know, you just throw up our let's throw up our arms and go. Okay, cool. Whatever the coolest thing that could possibly happen to us, we're willing, and we throw up our arms. And it's as though the divine goes, "Look, their sails are up. Let's go." You know, so, yeah, that's a beautiful analogy, and it and, and and it's really so true that we're just open to being, being actually open to being with ourselves. If some uh, external event, then we will find which way to go. Yes, indeed. So, uh, yeah, thank you for this opportunity. And again, for the team out there who wants to connect for free radio listening or personal services astrology or trickster training school, you know, coyotenetworknews.com is, uh, you know, it's just time for us all to connect. Absolutely. And thank you so much, Caroline, for being on our show today. Next week we're going to, talk, going to be talking about crisis as the mother and remember, your job, should you choose to accept it, is to give birth to yourself.
Thanks again for listening to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Join us again next Wednesday afternoon at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern Time here on the 7th Wave Network. We'll talk again next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.